What is up, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back again to the kingdom. As usual, my name is Drums, and I am, as always, except when Dallas here, joined by the brothers behind King Golf, Regan and Jordan Headley. We'll head up north as we always do and see what's going on with Reg. What's going on, buddy? Hey, boys. Uh, just savoring the last couple sips of the Caesar I made. Uh, we are once again having some technical difficulties, so I'm uh, Caesar down already. Thank God I had a Bud Light waiting in the weeds for me. Uh, internet seems to be a, a big topic, a hot topic on here these days. You guys uh, do know that we don't have to tell people that? Yeah, well, that's the way it goes. Like we could have just skated right by. Hey, that's just the way things go. And nobody would have known we're a Mickey Mouse operation. But we whatever, whatever you want to do, man, your world. Also, Mickey Mouse has carved out a hell of a career down at Disney, so yeah, I'll follow. I'll follow in his footsteps. No, things are good. Uh, got a lot of exciting stuff to talk about about golf trips coming up here. So, throw it over to Jor. Drums, is that my cue? That's you, baby. Top of the evening to you, folks. Happy to be here. I'm really hoping I got fingers and toes crossed. We're going to get through this tonight in one take, like, uh, like we've been doing it. Uh, it was sure a pain in the ass to edit that bullshit we went through last week, but, um, I'm sure it was worth anyways. I, <laughs> I'm fresh off, uh, Spence bros pizza uh -oh. and, uh, our, our mom and dad are pickling experts. And so we got some jalapenos and some peppers, so I threw a ton of those on there. Game changer on the Spence Bros pizzas. Game changer. They got new flavors, eh? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. They got ham and pepperoni or something. Or, yeah. No, pepperoni and pineapple. Ugh. No, not Boston, into that. I, didn't, I, I couldn't do it either. But on a normal day, like if I had a pepperoni pizza, I might just throw some pineapple on it. But like seeing it on uh, as a package, I couldn't do it. So there's a sweet chili chicken too, isn't there? Something like that. Yeah, something like that, and then three meats and shit. I don't know. Into Spence it, Spence Bros. If anybody, Super if in. anybody knows the Spence Bros, hit it, hit them up. Tell them that we're their biggest supporters of all time. We go through pizzas on pizzas every week, and we would love for them to be our first sponsor of the kingdom. Do you think their name is Spence? I th I would think so. Dude. What else could that mean? I don't know. I'm just asking. Maybe it's Spence. Would... Maybe it's Spencer and Ernest. Spence Bros. There you go. <laughs> Any, anyways, drums. How are you doing, man? Uh, things are good over here. She's windy as shit. Took the fence down, so that was that was a good, nice way to come home today. So that's about where my uh, level of excitement is at for life today. Just <clears throat> falling well, down, falling we, apart. Yeah. Hopefully, we can cheer you up, buddy. <laughs> No, we should be good. I'm uh, if, excited to be here, as always. <laughs> if we run into if we run into any more stuff, drums, just keep going. No more uh, blackouts tonight. No more hat throws. No more pen smashes over the head. Just take cool down for a couple seconds, and we'll just keep going on as we were. Okay. I took some supplements. So we should be coming down here. We'll <laughs> <laughs> And actually, I've, right. I got a, I got a, we got, I got a uh, glass of wine show. for the first time in, what are we, four weeks now? So we'll see how this goes, too. Maybe I'll come off the rails. Oh, okay. I would like to see that. Usually, I'm the only one going off the rails here by accident. And for, for everybody that uh, is just listening along and not watching, 
Uh, Drums has a fancy new wine glass. I'm showing it off to the people uh, watching. When did you get so rich? Yeah, I don't know. Things are pretty entertaining here. Exciting. I mean, it's gone from a red solo to that. That's a pretty fine-looking wine glass, if you ask me. Yeah. Like if the Thermos. kingdom is has, is growing at an exponential rate. Fuck is that? We're, you don't we're making so much money off of this; it's crazy. I also forgot to mention <laughs> in my uh, fucking share in my intro that that I'm wearing a Prince Edward Island sweater. Convenient for the yeah golf traveling episode. Like you know what oh, you're nice. doing. That a boy. I got. I got a sweater too for uh, something we're going to talk about in a couple minutes. But first, I, sweater? I would say tonight we're going to talk about. <laughs> Can I get through this? First, <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, our housekeeping as we always do. Sounds like we got a ton of housekeeping tonight. So we've had that happen before where the housekeeping basically takes up the whole show. So we'll see what happens. But we are planning on talking about golf travel because there's there's going to be some people going south and going to who, who knows where over the next couple months. And we really just want to provide a bit of insight and some tips um, from us and from the people who are following along with the accounts. So what do we got, Regal? Let's start off with some housekeeping. Greg John Norman was born February 10th, 1955 in Mount East to Australia. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not going to tips on this week, so I figured I'd start off with that. <laughs> You guys wanted to know about the, the shark company. It has branched into nearly a dozen different business ventures. It started off as an apparel logo uh, with the company Reebok. They offered Greg Norman his own line. He started with that and has since turned it into apparel, interior design, real estate, wine production, private equity, and golf course design. And he is worth $400 million, the same as Jack Nicholas. Jesus, I was going to say rich people shit. Yeah. So that's how the shark actually, I forgot to mention one important fact about him is he has an absolutely massive wrench. I don't know if you guys saw that picture that <laughs> surfaced last year on the beach of the, of the great white shark running along the beach. Uh, wild picture, but yeah. That's Greg Norman. That's pretty good. I mean, whenever you have uh, the name The Shark, it kind of markets itself because The Shark is like a cool, probably one of the coolest, like Tiger almost. Like, I don't know that Tiger would have been quite as big if he wasn't named Tiger. Do you know what just, I mean? Just just Eldrick? Like Eldrick. I don't know that he would have been a world superstar if his name was Eldrick. Eldrick yeah. Woods, PGA Tour 19. Like it just doesn't yeah. sound right. It said it said uh, Greg Norman got the name Shark because they're all along the coast of where he grew up to go along with his aggressive playing style on the course mm-hmm. and white blonde hair, great white so shark. What's he doing with um, the Euro Tour? Or the, what's it called I, now? Slinging I didn't there. look into that. I only did his uh, oh his biography. I'll get that for next week's episode. Well, that's what we wanted. We don't give a shit when that's he was all born. We wanted. <laughs> No, I, I was making that part up, but he's the CEO and it's called, it's just called the Greg Norman company now. Okay. Yep. Let me take a turn on the housekeeping. So if anybody watched our follow-up episode 60 B it's now on YouTube, we were talking about our new project called the kingdom. And we actually had 
quite a few submissions over the last couple of days, mostly through TikTok. We haven't really pushed it on Twitter and Instagram yet. So Connor, our buddy Connor was the first submission and the first transaction that we had from the kingdom. And it was pretty cool. We, uh, he, he sent in the video a couple of days ago, we checked her out and we sent him some tea fuel today. So it was, uh, it was about a 50 yard wedge from, uh, the fairway and, uh, sucked her back about 10 feet and it's pretty cool. He had a really cool angle there. So, um, it's just one of those things. It's like, we don't, we don't need the most, um, insane or crazy videos. It's just, it's just golf content that we're looking for. So, um, it was good to see that. And, uh, they're, they're rolling in. TikTok seems to be hot with it. We've had about, I'd say 10 or 15 people, um, upload onto our new portal. If you haven't heard about that yet, check out our YouTube video from, uh, Sunday, I believe it was. And we kind of walked through the process of uploading to the portal, an overview of what the project is and what we want to do with it and how to download a Theta wallet. So it's all right there for you. And we hope to, I guess, continue pushing it through our, our channels here. Cause so far it's kind of been on TikTok, and that's about it, but, uh, that's it for there. So Rigo, what else we got? Tiger's walking on his own weight. So that's <laughs> crazy. That also deserves a hand. So that's exciting stuff. Uh, that's really all I got for housekeeping. Cockrell had a tough finish there in uh, Dubai. Looks like he's living not bad right now, though. He's playing some night golf last night in Dubai at the L's Club. So not bad. He just said he wrapped wow. up his seventh uh, seventh year on tour. Seventh that's professional sixth. year. Is it sixth? I can't remember now. I thought it was seventh. All right. Well, anyways, sh- shout out to him. He had a hell of a year. Unreal following someone from Manitoba. I don't think we've ever really had that luxury before. No, I don't remember if we had on no. PJ or any. Definitely not when we had event. the apps available now to track stuff. Chris, no, like we Chris. would. I couldn't even think of anybody from Manitoba that we'd somewhat followed before. Horn, I guess, would be. Ryan oh, Horn. yeah, Horn. You know what? There was internet scoring because we used to sit downstairs in the club or the pro shop in Dauphin and refresh the, the scoring there to see what he shot. Yeah, but like that those. One. Yeah, true. Forgot about that. On like, on like dial up internet. Yeah, man. Like really, oh. when he when he played against Delath there, like in Winnipeg, like we were refreshing that on, our, on the computer. Yeah. That's, <laughs> kind of crazy to think about but what was that what do you like mean refreshing oh five you you still refresh to this day no but i'm saying like now you just like scroll down on your phone like you actually used to have to click the button up there and, and refresh for the scores oh yeah i see what you're saying and you used to have to dial up internet mm-hmm. it's crazy cool that was really painful playing duke nukem and uh <laughs> duke trying to nukem. use trying to use the internet <laughs> <laughs> what a game uh dude yeah it was solid a couple weeks ago we, we played uh goldeneye with drums and dell super difficult game yeah games are almost easier I was now horrible that was nasty yeah it was, well of course Del's really really good nasty, at yeah. all those games man i bet you <laughs> like rob, mario kart rob was gross. rob was deadly at that shit too yeah, but was, but now like now dell's been playing that all through his <laughs> 20s like true guy's a wizard it was actually embarrassing. Do you guys remember the episode of The Office when Jim and those guys are playing in the, his new office, playing that game online? 
and Jim's like running into the wall and like shooting into the air. <laughs> Is that how you felt? It's essentially what I was doing. <laughs> yes. It was, it was hard. It was really hard. I don't know if I was inverted or something, but anyways. And then I smoked him. In My last Tiger piece Woods. of Oh yeah. We had a really good match actually. Drums is a wizard in that game. Uh, we'll see about that. We got to play. One it was actually time. it was t- it was Tiger Woods two thousand six. Yeah, that's awesome though. Is that with the super big red ball? Like you yeah. power up? Yeah, might be 05. I kept yeah, that. but drums didn't tell us we could do that until like halfway through. <laughs> I kept that secret. <laughs> and then Dell looked Dell looked at me. He's like, "Why are you spazzing so hard on the controller?" <laughs> they didn't notice you were hitting it 100 yards past them. <laughs> they just thought it was real life. Last piece of last piece of how well you were VJ Singh, so I wasn't <laughs> buying that shit for very you long. You were Tiger Woods, you Muppet. <laughs> exactly. So it made no sense that you were out hitting me by 100 yards. Come on. Big Veej, he was up there. Yeah. VJ Singh was dead. He was great. Who else was He on was there? grinding. He was up at 6 a.m. that morning. <laughs> was, there was some rat. Oh, Rich Beam was in that game. Like, that's how random this. <laughs> that's right. There were some absolute plugs. He must have won the PGA right before that, though, Rich Beam. Oh, seven? No, he won. Well, yeah, like you never heard of him before that happened. <laughs> I don't know. He's a major champion. Richard Beam. Remember his dance? You must get automatically, like, what would you call it into video games? I kind of think it's uh, like when you get it has something to do put with into video games with uh, sponsorships. If you're, yeah, like, but if you win a major, you probably automatically get put onto a video game for X amount. If your of name years. was Phil oh. or Sergio, you never got put on any tag games, and that's so funny. Yeah, yeah that's true. Own, actually, no <laughs> they had they had their own like wasn't it just PGA Tour or something or Links Links Golf, and though it was they were like the poster yeah. boys for it, yeah. Yeah, like Ernie Els, yeah. big Ern just pissed Tiger off and never got in his video game. Last piece of housekeeping here for our listeners and viewers only. We're going to start doing a, a promotion. It's going to go for about a week, I think. We're going to still we're going to start selling our sweaters. Forty bucks. 40 bucks. Wow. That's like 33% off, I think. Wow. How much? What uh, what do you got for stock? Lots of stock? The stipulation is we have lots of smalls and lots of bigs. So (laughs) we have a bit of an excess right now. Lots of, well, yeah, bigs. The big, (laughs) the big boys. The big and tall. That's a Jason Biggs. Like my sweater from last week. (laughs) Oh, tarp. The tarp I was wearing. So sweaters, 40 bucks for Kingdom listeners only. You'll have first grabs at the stock, and then we'll probably post something next week about it. Um, like I said, mostly for smalls and bigs, but you might find something in there. Who knows? Like is big, is big actually the size? No, like double XLs. All right. Oh, like, you know, that's that's a big guy. Like a double XL is a big guy. Well, say double XL. Like, I don't know. Big to me is extra large. <laughs> big boy. <laughs> big boy. Big boy. You know? So that's that. Discount code. I'll enter it in tonight. I'll make a note. It's going to be kingdom. K 
N G D O M discount code enter to checkout. Uh, it'll take you basically right to the end and then you'll have to enter it in there and it'll be 40 bucks for you. There you go. Merry Christmas. Winnipeg Jets. From the kingdom. Winnipeg Jets who were no. dogs at home against Edmonton tonight are up for nothing. Just Whoop. started the third nice. period. Whoopee. Tough for everybody that went to see McDavid tonight. Whoopee. It's like they're shutting him down. And the Leafs, had a, Leafs had a shutout win tonight as well, Drums. Congrats. Three rip, baby. What is that, eight in a row or something? No. Uh, yeah, either the last nine something like that. anyways not a hockey podcast let's get into the trip tips let's do it baby what it do baby so I, far as off Rigo. the first one that i have uh if you're just going for one round say you're going to mexico or somewhere like that uh, you boys one like round, I don't, I don't think your clubs are necessary, but two or more, I would say it's definitely necessary to take your clubs on the trip. One round, you can get with with a rental set, but if you're going to play two rounds and pay, it's, it's a decent clubs. I would say golf's not really the same when you're playing with rentals, but you can kind of put up with it for one round to piggyback off that. Make sure you take balls. Throw a sleeve of balls in your bag or something, because instead of yeah. tr- trying to buy them down there, when we were in Dominican, all of a sudden, like you would be driving up the fairway, and like the workers would come out of the bush and trying to sell you golf balls. It was crazy. It was the weirdest yeah. shit I've ever seen. Like all of a sudden, <laughs> lawnmowers and tractors and golfers were coming at you, like <laughs> from everywhere. They're just trying to sell you balls. Golf ball, senor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that uh, to do with the clubs, like that's obviously if you're going to Mexico or something like that, uh, this doesn't tie into going on an actual golf trip, say like to the East Coast or down to Arizona, because you're probably going to take your clubs for that anyways. Um, to tie or to yeah, tie in with what you said, drums. I had uh, always pack six balls, uh, tees, because you'd be surprised how many rental sets don't come with tees. And you got, I actually paid twelve dollars for a, a bag of tees in Mexico. A golf glove, it's easy to takes up no space. Yes. And golf shoes. Cause that's, I forgot mine there and I had to wear runners. It's it. It seems like a simple thing, but you'd be surprised how many times you forget to bring them just cause you're going on a, on a warm holiday somewhere. You don't remember your shoes or a glove and gloves are kind of a pain in the ass to buy there too. They, they charge you like 25 bucks for a glove. So just take your own. There's a, I think there's a big difference between going on a golf trip and going on a trip and playing a bit of golf on it, right? In terms of how you should be packing. Yeah, definitely. But in terms of balls, when we were in Ireland, when we played Old Head, um, I, I bought six balls, I think, or more. And I had some, because I, I brought some. I brought, you know, a normal amount. But I'd played a trailer e the day before. So I had like six left. And I swear to God, I, I went through six balls in the front nine because it was so windy there. I hit six over the cliff into the ocean. And I had to run about if it's a, if it's a tough course or, you know, you're unfamiliar with it, take some extras. Cause 
then I was, then I was rattled for the, you know, 10, 11, 12, cause I was so winded and the group had to wait for him to get balls. I'd like to see a, I'd like to see a screenshot of that front nine, six lost balls. I'd like to see the score. Disgusting, man. <laughs> but still so fun. Um, but I guess one other thing that I would add in there is make a list of like all the things that drums and Rigo talked about there and a few other things that, for me have made a huge difference. One being contact lenses. We pulled into Phoenix one time and we got it uh, out of the airport, I think. And I had realized that I didn't bring my contacts cause we, you know, drove there and then flew in. So I just had one pair in my eyes and that's it. I didn't have any backup pairs. So I had to wear, I had to wear glasses no, on the no, golf course. No, no, for... that's when you took the wrong bag from the airport. No, that happened too. But I also completely forgot my contacts. Oh, I thought your contacts were in your golf bag. No, this was a separate trip. I don't think that you were on this one, actually. So anyways, I had to wear glasses on the golf course like an absolute nerd. For three days in Phoenix, I had to wear glasses. And, um, and I guess to follow up on that a little bit, always put a huge, clear tag or piece of identification on your bag because i took the wrong bag one time from the airport (laughs) it was legitimately legitimately the exact same bag as mine right rigo yeah it was that's embarrassing it's good stuff man no, it was the exact same. It was bag, the yeah. exact same so it, bag, and it wasn't like a we, common we back, bag. We get back to the to the trailer, and Jordan has toiletries and like his golf clothes in that in that golf bag, and we go. <laughs> he opens it up, and it's just a shitty old set of uh, oh golf <laughs> golf like bag. I think you meant old. sorry. I think you meant like your lug your luggage. No, 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 no like no. A, a golf travel kit, like oh, a, okay, a yeah, case. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Opens it up and it's, it's a, this right-handed set of cups. Some old Spalding. It was a something. bitch to track down too. Okay, so, but then, but then the next day, your contacts were in there doing your toilet shoes. So you, you had to use mine and dad's clubs, wearing glasses, not wearing golf clothes because your golf clothes were in there. Too. <laughs> oh God, you were pissed off the whole day. It was unbelievable. Well, yeah, easy money that day. And yeah, I mean, if you have contacts, if you wear contacts, you probably already know this is maybe when I just started wearing them. So I, I wasn't used to packing them, but make sure you have excess pairs and put them in your, in your backpack. That's going to be on your person, not in your golf bag, or your suitcase, keep them on you. Go ahead, Regal. Another one. Yep. Okay. Uh, two, two separate things. If you're, Actually, I'll just use this as one. If you're going with your family, always book your tea like a family. So when I say family, I mean if we're taking Kellen and East and mom, like they want to golf, but they also want to do what about dad? Let's well, no, I'm saying mom and mom and Easton and Kelly want to golf, but they also want to do other stuff. Like they want to oh, go yeah. do tourist yeah, stuff. Yeah. So our best experience on the East Coast was to book the tea time first thing in the morning, and then basically you can get away with playing every day of the trip 
because you golf at 7.30 in the morning and then you're done by noon and you can do whatever the hell you want tourist-wise for the rest of the day. If you golf at, say, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, it's tough because there's kind of that, that wasted time in the morning where you can't really go do anything else, but you also can't go to the course yet. So you're kind of just like lazing around the house and you kill like three hours there. And then you start golfing at 12 and you're done at four and then you go to go for supper and the day's over. But we've had our best success golfing at 7.30 or 8 in the morning and, and it frees up the rest of the day, which is very crucial on those trips to keep everybody happy. 100%. That's a great tip, Rigo. Maybe just to follow up on that a little bit, Trevor, Trevor, Trevor Dickey also uh, sent in some stuff. He said kind of on the same lines as that, Rigo, he said, don't try to cram too much into a trip, I guess. I'm thinking he meant golf. And I think that he was in Phoenix uh, last year, a couple years ago, I guess. And so he basically just said, don't try to do too much golf because it, uh, it takes away from kind of the relaxation of the trip. And I could see that as well. And, um, He's actually heading to Florida, I think, in a couple weeks, Trevor Dickey. So lucky dude. Um, But in in terms of that, I guess we've had trips where we didn't book stuff in advance, Rigo. For example, in Phoenix, and I remember spending hours, you know, trying to find places to golf and find tee times. And you kind of assume that the world's going to open up to you wherever you go. But uh, at some of these resorts and the ones that you want to play, they're booked months in advance. And so, you know, you get down there and you have these expe- expectations of playing these high-end courses. You call there and they don't have tee times for two months. So what do you do then? You're pissed off. And then you start calling other places. You waste two or three hours doing that. And you're only in Phoenix or Florida or wherever for 48 hours. And you just spent five or six hours trying to book tee times. You know, uh, just a just light bulb went off. When we were in PEI, we booked right when we got those – value cards pretty much right after right and when we booked we booked eight o'clock or whatever it was we booked our tea times between 7 30 and 8 30 every morning and when we got to crowbush they said that they had something like 67 straight days of sold out golf so i mean you think like you just said drawer the world's going to open up to you and there's going to be a tea time available but there's a lot of people in this world doing exactly what you are on those trips and and yeah as soon as you know that you're going, book, book tea times. Especially if you're going you to a popular spot like them. that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's that. What uh, What do you guys got? I guess me, like I was kind of just more thinking off the terms of like doing a boys trip. Not necessarily like t- taking off like mm-hmm. super vacationing. Yeah, um, that's good. So I said yeah. like you have to make sure your group has a general or somebody appoint one person that's going to be somewhat in charge. We'll call that person in charge. Yeah. Um, usually that's Jor. Um, just takes care of everything and just gets the boys kind of lined up in the right direction. Um, and that person is very, very key in a boy strip, especially if you're in a boy strip where the boys like to go sideways. As long as somebody's there steering, maybe not di- like directly holding your hand the whole time, but somebody that's just steering everybody in the right way. Uh, that person is very, very, very key in a, in a boy strip. Agreed. Absolutely. And sometimes just to fall up on that drums, sometimes you feel like kind of a dick to, you know, 
because you're trying to keep everybody together and you have to kind of be stern sometimes, I guess is the word. Yeah. But if you didn't have that, it'd be so easy to, to go off the rails. And especially when you have 12 or 16 guys, like we had at Rigo Stag, um, it's really, it's like herding cats, honestly. For sure. And it doesn't take, it doesn't take a whole lot of, you know, skill to do it. it. You just have to have somebody who's doing it. That's the main thing. Like you said, drums. Yeah. Um, sure. Uh, Brett Jans, actually, this is, we, we briefly touched on this through the, the last couple, you know, everything kind of ties in, in a sense, but Brett Jan said, uh, what I had, I, which I do every time and it's put golf or put your clothing in your golf bag, uh, as a Ukrainian, I don't know what Brett, what nationality Brett is, but as a Ukrainian, I don't want to pay an extra 50 bucks for a, a secondary bag. So I just throw all my clothes in the big pockets of the golf bag. And uh, it's one less bag to carry around as well. In the travel bag. So right? if you can get away with it, packing a couple of tees. Yeah. In a travel bag. Yeah, that's right. So there's those, there's stuff you'll put in the golf bag pockets and then surround it. It actually adds another layer of kind of protection as well. Mm-hmm. I'll wrap a hoodie or something around like the irons and, uh, so definitely get away with it and throw your shoes in there and your everything into one big body bag, essentially. Mm-hmm. How do you, uh, how do you guys, how do you guys transport your clothes? Do you just have them in there folded? Do you roll them up? Do you usually like, roll them up when we're bringing the golf bag? Yeah. Yeah. Even in like your luggage, do you roll them up or do you just have them folded? I usually do a very poor job of folding it. And then I try to, once I get to the spot where I'm at, I kind of refold them and or hang them up once I get there. But a pretty shitty version of a fold in, in my bag. <laughs> do you fold them yourself, Rigo? Yeah. Okay. Are you, do you like, is all your clothes at home hanging up or do you just pull them out of the drawer into the luggage? Uh, yeah like i don't have anything other than like gitch in drawers yeah see all my t-shirts are in drawers yeah, me too and jeans all my t-shirts all my joggers really all my jeans everything you too drums you everything... t-shirts in drawers well like old shitty ones that i'll never wear but like anything that i'd wear like outside of the house yeah is always hung up and then traveling, everything's rolled up. And then if I'm like going on a big trip, I take a steamer. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Wow. I, travel, I don't have a travel steamer. I don't have a spot to fit a flaxseed in my closet. I don't think I could hang every t-shirt I have. It's it's pretty nice feature to have for sure if you can do it. Just hanging your t-shirts. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, I don't know what I would do without that nowadays. But where were we here? I don't know. We just, I guess, to uh, catch people up to speed here on what's going on, uh, we actually have a new signal for when we start cutting out, and it's drums taking off his hat, and we're really doing pretty well with it, actually. And it's drums is remaining very calm, and uh, things, the blood pressure is low for the group. So, uh, Rigo, what do you got? Yeah, here? I'll go to my my uh, last one that I came up with. Uh, my last tip covered what to do on a family trip. Uh, this one is what to do on a buddy's trip. So it's something that 
that really came in hand in Hecla. And uh, it should have came in hand at Buffalo Point, but there were a couple guys that didn't really want it. But basically, don't make plans for immediately after the round. Always allow, like, an extra two hours in your schedule to play another nine holes of golf if everybody wants to. Don't, like, plan to go for supper, like, right after to, to take that out. You know what I mean? Or, like, or talk about that first. Like, when you're organizing the group, mm-hmm. make, like – See what the case is. Like, if there's 10 guys and two don't want to, 10 win, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just uh, – I think that it's – some of the best times that I've ever had are on that next nine holes. You know what I mean? Whether it's a horse race after men's night or if it's a – you go play a scramble after playing Ryder Cups shit all day. Like, it's yeah. just that everybody's just crushed. And yeah. it's like – it's an unbelievable time. <laughs> yeah, golf golf is very secondary at that point. Well, because you're yeah, you'll be buzzing and you just want to keep buzzing. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you don't you don't want to go shower and like change and go for supper and stuff. You want to continue on the exact same level where you are right now. Yeah, yeah. you're just you're just hovering. You just gotta hover. <laughs> yeah, because then things bad. Anything can happen if you leave the course. Like for yeah. example, when on Dallas Stag. We went to the parking lot and realized that Mertz had a flat tire. And then those guys had to fix it for five hours. And then we still, we still, it was, it was two days before we left. Like we could have done this two days later. We didn't have to do this right now. (laughs) Yeah. Hanks is just covered in green. We had 14 guys trying to change the tire. All everybody's under the truck at the same time. It It was a shit show. It was Mitch and Hags though. Hey, that were. Right in there. Yeah. I think. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. yeah. Something happened though. Like something happened where they got the jack stuck yeah. or something Twice. slipped. We broke, we broke one jack and then the other one sna- uh, got stuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's anyway, so we're, we're kind of uh, covering all, all angles here, which is kind of good because um, some people aren't going to be able to travel to uh, far for, who knows how long. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got, we got all bases covered here. A couple more, I guess I would say is uh, one of the big topics in terms of golf travel is always the travel bag itself. And we've talked a couple about a couple uh, different ideas and thoughts about it, but there was, there's a bit of controversy within the group here. So uh, drums, maybe talk us through what the tip was. And then me and Rigo can talk about our experience with that. Yeah, so Sung Nation, uh, his was soft travel bags. His recommendation was soft travel bags um, for storage purposes uh, in the vehicle or at home. Why? Just, just so much easier to fold fold up the, the soft bags. But you guys, you're against this. Yeah. What's your recommendation? I, I think that I had on here before that if you're going to buy a travel case, get a hardcover, but I think that I can rephrase that too. If you're going to get a travel case, get one with a, a top half that's a hardcover. The bottom half is kind of okay. Mom and dad bought me one for Christmas, and it's it seems like it's like it's very sturdy on top where your clubs actually are, where you actually need it. The bottom soft, which, I mean, whatever, like George said, we put our clothes around and stuff anyways. But And then that way it takes up half the space to a hardcover one even. But I... Th- I just think that the whole purpose of 
the case is to protect your clubs. And if it's a full soft case, I don't know if it's doing that. Yeah. Agree with every word. I've been using that combo travel bag for the last 10 years, probably. Somehow it ended up uh, with me. I think it was mom and dad's, but it's unreal. And that's, it was so, I've never seen one of those before. And that's the one that I actually misplaced with Buddy in Phoenix. He had the mm-hmm. exact same one. It was just like such a random ass bag. It was like, it's weird to me. But yeah. so he had the same one as me. And that's why I mistakenly took it. But it's perfect. It, it has a hard shell on top, soft shell bottom. And uh, we got a shaker over there. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, you got a hard top soft bottom and then once you're done with using it you just fold like the soft part upwards it kind of folds up into the hard shell and so it's it's like rigo said it's half the size of uh your normal one and Mm -hmm. so that's good for winter storage or i guess not winter it'd be summer storage because you're not traveling too much in the summer and for when you're if you rent a car and you're driving around with your clubs man if you got five or four or five body bags back there there's not a whole lot of room for other stuff and then even when you're not golfing you have to put those things somewhere so the more storage efficient they can, it can be the better i've never had a hard one or a soft one this is the only one that i've used and it's been it's it served me very well for the last 10 years or so look it up what i think it's called i also have on the case of mine the wheels that fold down halfway down the case okay like a set of wheels folds out so then when you're dragging it it's not like the uh you know, oh so like it would almost it, be like a pull case cart? is soft it kind of has that sag to it it would almost yeah. be like a pull and that, cart? the oh, wheels yeah, yeah. come out yeah. so it keeps it more sturdy yeah it's unreal uh-huh. yeah it is a basically like a pull cart wow works pretty good did you guys did you guys um did you know that Wheels weren't on luggage until like the eighties. Was it the eighties? Oh, I don't know. I would have honestly never thought about it. I could see it though. We we get lazier as we go. We've just we been get- so spoiled. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, we never had wheels in our hockey bags. We were we're a little bit too old for that. But, and if you uh, did, in terms of then- luggage, imagine imagine carrying around a fifty pound sack for your old trip without rolling it. And like a. It was like a briefcase too, like that style <laughs> yeah. of luggage. You weren't taking much, but maybe that's that's okay. Maybe you don't need as much as we do, but that's a separate conversation. <laughs> so, what uh, what did Thomas Friesen say, Rigo? Thomas Friesen said this would help, I guess, in a, in a, a case where you don't have the uh, hard top. Uh, taping six clubs together to create more stability. Moving around, not so much. Uh, yeah, because club heads can scratch the shit of each other when they're roughed around a golf trip, right? Even I, I think at times, like on our golf trips, when we load the clubs up in the back of the truck, like I, like a lot of the guys that we golf with, like Tej doesn't give a shit. He just throws his clubs in there. But like mine, I, I guess I would be concerned about it. They're kind of like, a, I don't know. Be. You know what I mean, though? Like, they kind of rattle against the truck box, and you try to let on that you don't care, but you're kind of like, fuck, like, <laughs> I wish, that, like, one of those travel bags not, might not be such a bad idea on those golf well, trips. I don't know. Well, you know, um, like, think about the boss we had. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. 
Do you know how like you, most bags you can clip on the rain hood? Yeah. You need like a hard yeah. shell rain hood. Oh. Mm. George drunk drawer. Have to cut that out. We'll have to cut See, that out. That's gonna it's hard work. to say drums. You said drunk drawer too. I, damn it. Okay, don't. Uh, we might have to cut that out because that could be a million dollar idea. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. Couple more things here for me. This is my last one here. Is uh, I mean, if you're going on a golf trip, you're probably going to be spending a ton of money, right? That's kind of goes hand in hand, and uh, so just look for a few ways to save some money wherever you can. So if you're going to be playing, if you're <laughs> going to be playing six or seven rounds like you would on a like an actual golf trip. Um, you know, then you got, you're paying for breakfast, you're paying for your lunches, and then you're going out somewhere and eating after just pack like a big bag of jerky or something. So you don't have to spend 12 bucks on a sandwich every round you're golfing. You can just have a couple snacks or granola bars or whatever it may be that you just toss into uh, your luggage. And then you have that you're saving about a hundred bucks from through the week just by snacking on stuff. And it's probably better than eating a coarse sandwich. I haven't had too many coarse sandwiches that I've been to fond of yeah nipo had the best Burgers, one i've ever smokies had, are good smokies. but uh i'm I, ne- I never get too horny about uh golf course sandwiches well they're just ham and cheese sandwiches it's not like they're anything special yeah. i think so speaking of nipo quickly we got the king cards we did our first stop on the tour today king cards if you're looking for a christmas present what courses are you go we got nipo we got gilbert we got dosa we got Poplar. We got Scottswood. Oak Island. Oak Island. And Dauphin. And of course, Dauphin Lake. Yeah. I did that on the map last time and it was uh, easier to do. I, I went out of sync there. But anyways, $200, you get to play seven rounds for approximately the price of five. So a great Christmas present for any golfer on your list. Hit us up. Nipah was on there. Great course. And... uh we got anything else from you boys for travel wise? I don't think so. Other than uh, make sure you take care of the family when you come home from a, a boys trip, a little, uh, well, little spa trip some... for the, for the, yeah. for the lady or uh, some flowers or something. When you get home, just make sure they're taken care of too. But you also have to do some prepaid as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Not just the follow up. You got to do some, you got to prepay a bit. One last tip on the golf front when you're on these trips if you shoot 16 under combined in six rounds or you shoot 40 over you're still chances are going to work after your vacation's over <laughs> when you get back so just be where your boots are and enjoy the trip who gives a shit how you're golfing don't wreck other guys trips by being a debbie downer because you're golfing bad just enjoy the trip it goes ties into all our tips all the time about just being a good good guy to golf with on these trips right just enjoy where you are because there's we've we used to go on those trips and we'd be having a bad round and we'd be pissed right off and scrapping with each other i wish i could go back to those now with the mindset that we have now and just take it all in but i, I know that i won't go another golf trip being a grouchy guy on the, on the trip yeah we'll see ever so that's that's good no i i haven't for be, about two years be where your boots are where did you learn that rigo Ronald. Nope. That's where I learned it. 
Well, Ronald learned it on a golf trip with us. We remember that we played with that guy in Phoenix. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there was a third yeah. with us, and that was the guy who said it. It was a bigger guy. Yeah. And he said that because uh, I'm sure that me and you were bitching at each other or something along those lines. Yeah. I know no drums, you'd never believe that. No way. But uh, it was happening. <laughs> <laughs> Drum sees it. Kay. Drum sees it daily in the group chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen it for 20 years. What are you talking about? True. A couple things, I guess, to close out here. We had a few other comments um, from Huey, our guy Huey, who we still have to reach out to about his, uh, his prize. His big but he said, find a, find a local and try to get uh, hooked up with their local rate. So with a lot of these resorts and stuff, they, uh, they actually have like a tourist rate that they charge because they can get away with anything. But then they have like a local rate for people who live in the area and it's a lot cheaper than like the tourist rate. So I think he, I think he said in Vegas, it was like 170 to 90 or 80. That's what the difference was. So, oh, shit. Oh, well, we got to reach out to him and like, see what the if pro- you're just like a guy who flies by the seat of his pants, we're going to see like what the process see what is here. Like, does he what? Yeah. I asked him. So like, is he could, reaching out on, quickly, but, on uh, Craigslist or what is he doing? Well, no. And you know what drums? It's funny you say that because I completely forgot about this. No, this is, that's a, I mean, funny, but when I went to Ireland, I legitimately spent a couple days or weeks on our King golf account, searching like a hashtag golf Ireland or like Ireland golf for, for looking for like accounts in Ireland that are associated with golf. Hashtag and you would course. not believe the information that I got. Yeah. You would not believe how many people were willing to, to help me. This was before I booked anything and really had any clue. You could save days and days of research by just talking to people. Yeah. So I didn't, I completely forgot about that, but that's one thing. You, it's funny to joke about Craigslist, but if you can, uh, find people in the area they're a huge help and yeah, that's i mean unreal. depending on who you're going with or what kind of trip it is have meet up with them for a beer if assuming they're not a serial killer or something like that but i mean it's immediate where, where my head we are the yeah, thing we we all die anyway so well, block it the thing about <laughs> that is too like i mean so say that someone from dolphins going on a trip and they ask me say they're going to arizona golf and they asked me where to golf in Arizona. I've played the courses I've played and I've enjoyed them, but that doesn't mean the courses that I've played are the best ones for your buck in the local area. Right. That's my, my opinion on it. Right. Like I've yeah. been there, I've been there. I know the courses and obviously I'm going to suggest the one and that person might go there and, and go through the same stuff I did, but there might be all these hidden gems. Like even in Manitoba, like, I, exactly. I don't know. There's some, as I've said on here, some overhyped courses where some other ones are probably better tracks to play but if you just went by what your buddy said and what you're supposed to do in manitoba you wouldn't find those courses right and there's got to be that in pretty much every location you go to for sure yeah so if you're looking for information it's called backpages.com and uh, <laughs> <section>. <laughs> right under the hook look that up when you're next <laughs> <laughs> EFG, oh yeah, it's right, it's right before Hokies Golf. <laughs> Couple more things. This, these were just guys who had a few suggestions for trips to go. Uh, our buddy Bicknell said uh, Breezy Point. 
Breezy, it's Breezy Point, right? Not Breezy Bend. Yeah. Breezy Point, Min, Minneapolis. We've been there a couple times, and you, well, you want to go there for sure. And play Deacons uh, when you're there. Brainerd, absolutely play Deacons. Yeah, yeah, Brainerd. Is that what it's called? Breezy mm. Point. Yep. Snoo. Snoo. Snoo with you. Boomer nine one nine one says play Dinosaur Mountain in the Gold Canyon. The Gold Canyon is uh, east, just east of Mesa. Easy. What do you, what do you do, Enrico? I had a tea time at eleven ten on Saturday. Oh no! At the Dinosaur in Gold Mountain. No. Mm-hmm. What? No. Mm-hmm. I did. Did Boomer no anymore? No. It's kind of cool though. What happened? Well, what happened? No, I was supposed to. I was supposed to be going to Arizona this weekend, but the uh, trip got canceled. Why? I actually had an 11, 11 o'clock tea time at Gold Canyon. Son of a bitch. Yeah, tough. At at Dinosaur Mountain. Yeah. Oh boy. Were there Ooh, dinosaurs there? If you're listening. But but but, I was gonna play with Owen Connolly, who's from Dauphin here. And me and dad still might go on December 3rd. So I'll be playing there in two weeks, nice. if possible. There you go. And uh, 403 ice cream. Okay, then. Is that... Uh, <laughs> is it? <laughs> Coffee Creations? <laughs> Who is it? It's Coffee Creations. Plus, it, it's not Coffee Creations anymore. They don't even own it anymore. Yeah, I know. So no, well, that's who the account is. Will they change the name? No. Was it four hundred three ever? Is no. that when Jordy owned it? No. It was so what the fuck are you talking about then? Who? Yeah. Why are you laughing at me? You. Anyways, what did they say? <laughs> Said book a trip to Hilton Head. Hilton Head's in South Carolina. South Carolina. So I was looking. Drum said north. There. I thought. Drums just threw it out there. Oh. It's definitely in South Carolina. I, I would was looking love to go to South Carolina, man. That's my dream. And then uh, it's actually not that far away from uh, Augusta. So mm. Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. I'm not going there unless Tiger's playing. No, no, no. <sighs> really? Like if you really? had the opportunity to go, you would not go because he wasn't playing. Well, You're for free, possible. Oh, of shit. For possibly, yeah, I'd go. I don't know. I wouldn't pay the same prices off. Tiger wasn't going. I do know that. Tyler's going this year, and his whole Buddy? family: Mitch, Clayton, and Buddy? Lori and Brad. Yeah, that's pretty that'd sweet. Be, yeah, that'd be a sick trip to go on. One day, hey Kingdom. Yeah, man, yeah, we'll have a podcast live from the Master someday. We'll do it. G- good things take time. We just got to get a better internet connection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let's get into, speaking of the internet, let's get into the socials of the week. Oh, Hell yeah. Christ. I'll go first here, baby, because okay. I got a good one. <laughs> and it's going, it's back to TikTok, okay? And unless we're freezing, please. Drums. Oh, we actually are freezing. He looks are like freezing? Joe Biden. <laughs> 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 did you see him assault that child the other day 
Yes. That was from a while ago, but I did see that. Let's go, Brandon, baby. <laughs> Anyways, my thing is uh <laughs> my thing is from TikTok, and it's actually uh it's golf related, but also awesome. So this girl's name is Cassie Holland. Have you guys heard of her? No. <laughs> no, I've never heard of her. Okay, Biden. Um so she's a car girl, okay? Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure she has over a million followers on TikTok, but she just basically like films her day. Like she has the video camera, like cell phone in the cup holder and just Love like it. films herself with interactions with other people. <laughs> kind of weird. I'm guessing she would like, I'm guessing she would like uh, filter out any like really perverted ones. Oh, don't. But it, man, it's so relatable. Like every conversation that anybody has with every golf cart girl is like identical. It's the same like, you one. Think you're just, yeah. You're trying to like be cool and stuff, but yeah. like literally every guy's saying the exact same thing. So it's just like her, it's basically her interactions with customers all day long on a beer cart. It's phenomenal. There was a uh, Twitter account. I think it was MB cart girl with kind of the same yes. thing. She just tweeted out the same. But it was shit. just like the tweeted version. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. this is like you can hear the whole interaction. <laughs> I love it. Drums, what, what, drums, what you got? Oh, mine, uh, mine is actually just a, um, a a YouTube rabbit hole. So nothing nice. like not a not a specific video, but it is on uh, anything you can find of Marshawn Lynch. Might be top ten funniest humans alive. Just naturally, like interviews. No, just naturally, like. Well, he was on Conan and like playing video games, and he's just hilarious, just like naturally being funny. He is hilarious, man. It's so funny. And he's there's he's ripping around on a cart, like in the middle of a game. I think they were doing like the anthems and shit. And he's got like his aunt on the cart, and they're just bawling out on the cart, going crazy. He's just hilarious. He's he's hilarious. He's on Survivor, not Survivor. What um, the Bear Grill show, like. Uh, Sir, I don't even know what it's called, but like where he just takes them out with no equipment and camping and shit. And so the only thing he was allowed to bring was Skittles. But yeah, he's just a beauty. So anything you can find on YouTube of Marshawn Lynch, uh, take a peek. Most of the videos are like 7 to 10, 15 minutes, but they bring you some joy for the day. Do you remember when he was getting interviewed and he, he kept saying the same thing over and over again? I forget what it was. I'm here yeah. so I don't get fined. Yes, that's what it was. God, that was funny. That was they like how stupid is the media, man? How stupid is the media? Well, that was they sit there for ten minutes and ask him questions. They know exactly what he's gonna say, and it's just a complete waste of time. That and was, they just keep asking questions. Yeah, that was at the Super Bowl. So like, he had to he had to do that for like an entire day because he was like, "I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Fuck that shit." And they were like, "No, we're gonna find you if you don't go." So that's what he, he also, did the whole time. I, I think it. I yeah. think he's the one that said next question lots too, didn't he? Next yeah. question. I oh, think so. Was, was it? Wasn't that Jr. Oh, well, I thought it was. I thought it was him. It was Marshall for Marshall. sure. You guys had these before? Tried and vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. No. They're a vibe. You be vibing. Okay, mine is. Uh, I read. You guys wink with both eyes. No wink at the same time. No wink, <laughs> just a blink. 
No, wink. Can you wink in each other? Okay, who gives yeah, a shit? Fuck, really? I'm just doing it. Can. No, I go. told you I can. Can you raise both eyebrows? So, so you try. <laughs> no. I can't do it. No, I can't raise my right one. I can't. I can't blink with this side of my face. Did you have a stroke? Probably because I've had a probably because I've had an abscess tooth for like a year there. I think I'm starting to actually What's it lose. obsessed with? I think I'm actually starting to lose my <laughs> my uh, right side of my face. It's getting a little droopy. Anyways, hey, what do you my, got here, guy? I got that on my it's left. Obs- it's obsessed with uh, inflicting pain on me, but. Um, mine is, I retweeted from the King account again. I probably should stop doing that. Uh, yeah, I'll see. It's just what I like. It's the post of the week. So I find it funny. So I want other people to see it. So it's the Phil Mickelson video. Did you guys see that? Yesterday? I did. He hits that wedge shot. No, it's like bang shots. And he's like super oh, young. And then he's yeah, like, from, he fist, oh, no, I didn't he fist pumps. He fist pumps Tim. And then you guys just have to watch the video. It's hilarious. He's like yeah. way, way, way before it's time of like unbelievable content. Like, yeah, it was like, like 1991. Yeah. Yeah. It's unreal. You guys you just got to go watch it. At first I thought it was one like of those it. old ESPN commercials. You remember those? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I thought it was when I first saw it too. It's it, like, it's money for its time, man. Yeah. Like that was way ahead of its time. Did you guys, speaking of that, I guess just to wrap up the show, did you guys uh, see Phil's interview with the, uh, with the uh, Manning brothers? Oh, was it on the Manning like, cast or whatever? It, yeah. Yeah, I did see a bit. Todd Manning? Todd Fanning? Oh, Eli and Peyton. No, so they do like a Manning cast where oh. they live broadcast watching the football game. So it's like another uh, an alternative feed you can watch. So you can watch them, but they co- they do the commentating of the game. And Marshawn was on like two weeks ago, so that's why I got on a Marshawn kick, and then he got in trouble because he was cussing all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I would love to see this side of things because we don't get to see our version of it. There you go. We only see drum. Yeah. Can only see drums is on his. All of a sudden, his, his face there's is like some this funny stuff. This fucking hats off all of a sudden. <laughs> hey, let's get out of here while we while we can. While okay, we can. let's. Yeah. All right. I don't even know what's going on anymore. Uh, I think this is we. This is about as far off the rails as we've gone on a podcast so far. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. If you made it through this. Uh, we'll see you next week. Peace out. Love you. Later. See you, boys. Love you, boys.